Welcome to Women at Lunch Table podcast. This is your host Jeevita Balakrishnan. Hello everyone. Thank you for listening to my episode 2 of Women at Lunch Table. Hope you are doing well and staying safe. Um so I had released episode 1 on facilitative leadership about a week ago and uh, I had received messages from my friends and colleagues um about the episode and uh, the feedback was very encouraging uh, i want to really thank working mothers who made time uh, among all the different things that they had to juggle with and still listen to my podcast uh, it was extremely gratifying thank you so much if you are listening to this podcast for the first time welcome aboard uh, i'm really glad to have you as a listener please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast today we have our first guest of the podcast someone who is very special to me i imagine women at lunch table as this big lunch table with infinite number of seats you know having women from diverse roles and diverse backgrounds so today's guest will be occupying the first seat at the lunch table and i'm extremely glad to have her uh, so a little bit about my guest so she is currently working as a product manager in walmart labs She has previously worked in Ola and Sixt as a product manager. She has a master's from IIT Madras and uh, an MBA from IIM. Uh, she is extremely talented. I've never seen someone as grounded as her and uh, a wonderful human being. Welcome, Shalini Pasupuleti. Uh, I'm extremely glad to have you as my first guest. Thank you for accepting the invite. Thank you so much for having me, Jeevita. I'm absolutely excited to do this with you. Thank you, Shalini. The first question that I wanted to ask you is that, uh, you know, I, I I've worked with you for about six months in Walmart Labs, and it never really occurred to me that uh, you are not a computer science major and you are a biotechnology major from IIT. So, how did you make this transition from biotechnology? to a technical product manager uh, you know working with 20 plus engineers across the globe so how did you make this transition <laughs> you know so i get asked this question a lot mm-hmm. from my first job right from my first job um, by the second year into my engineering my major was biotechnology but uh, what i did was i started exploring other electives just to gauge my interest levels in different areas i was in the experimentation mode that time so i took up management courses like operations finance marketing all this and also coding courses related to genetics computational neuroscience etc wow. and even while taking up projects and internships i followed the same strategy experimentation while i was working as a developer mm-hmm. i used to really enjoy that strategizing part of the job like you know coming up with code logic and then seeing the final output these were my favorite parts mm-hmm. okay i wanted to continue the same thrill of solving problems even after mba i went for mba thinking that i'll take up a consulting job after finishing my mba mm-hmm. and uh, i have uh, given summer internship placements and while giving interview to ola during my placements i realized that i thoroughly enjoyed the interview process okay. like it's the same thing that i have been looking for strategizing solving problems okay and i enjoyed it so much that i still remember the questions i was asked i had to design an e-commerce website okay. and i was given multiple problem statements in order to come up with features mm-hmm. 
and i got selected for the internship got the ppi from ola and i finally joined as a full time product manager in ola <laughs> that's how i ended up in product management so when i joined in ola i knew that i like product management but i was not sure whether i wanted it to be the long term option or not mm-hmm. luckily my work at ola it gave the answer to it now i can confidently say that product management is the best fit for me <laughs> absolutely <laughs> So if I look back at my journey I have never planned in advance I kept digging into my likes and dislikes at every step to understand what I want to do next and then I changed my plans accordingly So if you ask me it's completely okay to keep experimenting change your plans midway and transition into something else Exactly if you think you would be able to enjoy yeah you can take the plunge without thinking twice Absolutely I I really liked how you said you know that experimenting and digging into likes and dislikes right it reminds me of this uh, book becoming written by Michelle Obama right so she says that uh, you know the useless question to ask a child is what do you want to become when you grow up exactly. <laughs> right as if that's yeah. like uh, you know you become something and that's the end of it right so i think uh, you know what what you what you did was uh, exactly the opposite like you went into biotechnology and you you sort of you know studied genetics and you move on to other different electives and finally you landed a job in ola designing an e-commerce website right You know, I hate that interview question. What do you want to become after twenty years? How do you see yourself? I really don't want to answer. You know, I started answering honestly, telling them the same thing that I don't want to plan. It's so much effort. So many uncertainties. Yeah, and right? I still don't know how many interview interviewers still ask, "Hey, what do you want to become after five years?" Right? So, well, I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe someone in the cine industry after five years. Who knows? Right? So everything sounds. interesting and has different challenges so i think experimentation is the way to go and this hunger to experiment and grow i think that is something that's going to be key for everyone in this industry right right yeah you know so you were uh, a product manager in ola and uh, right now you are working in walmart mm-hmm. labs so can you tell us about the work that you did in ola and in walmart labs and how does product management vary between these two companies Uh, sure yeah it have been different experiences while i was working in ola and walmart um, mainly because of the nature of the products i have worked on so while at ola i have worked as a product manager of uh, two share products namely express and share pass and i have also briefly worked on improving the customer experience and retention mm-hmm. i was working in ola around 2017 express was not doing good as expected at that time So my typical problem statements in Express used to be: How do I increase Express rights? How do I reduce the root deviation in Express rights? All those things. And Shapers was a stable product, so it didn't have uh, so many pain points and the clear problem statements. When you say stable product, it's it is about you know a lot of work has been already done, and uh, you know you have to find opportunities to improve, and uh, you know people wouldn't want to take big risks, right? So exactly, yeah. and it's very difficult journey to think about feature improvisation like there is no clear uh, problem so you won't have clear solutions but the good thing is that you already know the mindset of people so much because you have worked on that product for so long or the product has so much of data that will give you right. the pulse of the user but like you said the risk factor is really high because it's already stable it's already accepted by the customers now if you are doing something you need to make sure that it will be acceptable by the customers right, right? Um, so i had different experiences while working in that 
वन इयर ऑफ ओला आई गॉट टू वर्क विद डेटा साइंस टीम फॉर लिंकिंग दैट कस्टमर एक्सपीरियंस एंड एंगेजमेंट यू नीड टू टेक अ लॉट ऑफ डेटा राइट टू अंडरस्टैंड how engagement is being affected because of experience right yeah so i think uh, product manager as a role at least for these days you know the the times that we are in being dexterous in data you know data driven product managers being comfortable working with data is something that's very crucial right right exactly um in walmart lab it's a slightly different experience so in walmart lab i'm working on an enterprise product in the area of construction management okay um what i meant is for the construction management related projects happening in stores like for example if there is a store remodeling happening or anything of mm-hmm. that sort there are a series of business processes and various stakeholders involved right from doing the store assessment until the remodel execution is completed okay okay so the product we are working on uh, it is to optimize this end to end user flow and make it more efficient so that uh, we ensure that the resources required is minimal and the ensuring sales disruption whichever is caused by the remodeling mm-hmm. it is minimal as well okay got it like i said the, the products i worked on during ola were more customer experience focused mm-hmm. right uh, what it used to do is we comply to the business goals while focusing more on the customer experience right. while my products here at walmart they are more process focused so we comply to the customer experience requirements while focusing on the process right. yeah yeah so due to this difference in the nature of products the daily activities vary too for example like i said when you work on customer facing products data is really very important mm-hmm. yes. right uh, yes you have to decide the metrics that would need to be analyzed interpret the metrics correctly hypothesize based on those metrics and also you have to validate the feature ideas also based on the metrics and you have to keep monitoring the right. metrics even after the feature is released right, exactly. right so this would be yeah so this would be the major part of my day to day work got it while the remaining time would be spent interacting with business ux analyst and dev teams leadership etc right even at walmart labs or in ola so you work at the intersection of data customers business ux right. engineering teams and you know it, it's actually uh, a role that gives you visibility into how different people think uh, right uh, so i think uh, right. you know just being there and trying to talk to these people day in and day out uh, is is a good experience right right yeah and you know the thrill when you find that you thought of something it's an unknown factor in your case but when your future got released and then you realize whatever you thought it is right mm-hmm. right uh, that thrill is i cannot be explained i guess <laughs> true <laughs> and also you know when you say customer facing like for example ola like until it's released to the customer you will not know what is it a hit or a miss Uh, you really have right. to wait for it right it's like releasing a movie right <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's that's good so i just want to understand your experience with ola sixt and walmart labs what are the skills that you consider the you know consider were crucial for you to navigate as a successful pm um, i think most importantly critical thinking is something that i feel will be the first skill that will be mm-hmm. needed like problem solving is an almost a daily job for pms right. and empathy is something that would help us understand the customer's point of view and lastly attention to detail is something that mm-hmm. i think is absolutely essential as someone who is responsible for the product we should know in and out of the product like you know all the user flows corner cases all this Correct. should be thoroughly thought through and 
also there are other soft skills that are part and parcel of this role like thinking on feet communication negotiation presentation <laughs> skills yes. being effective but all these skills they would improve as we progress in the career very true and on the other hand yeah. uh, what i was thinking is also people who are transitioning or people who are planning to do the transition to uh, these kind of skills they get bogged down by the amount of soft skills that are required communication negotiation presentation skills being assertive it just uh, feels like this utopia of skills right and uh, no one is going to be ready uh, to actually go ahead right. and start on start the job on day 1 and expect it to be all 100% extremely satisfied with all these skills i think it's something that we acquire day in and day out as we progress in our career yeah i remember my first year in ola mm-hmm. my manager used to tell me you need to talk to customers and i'm not at all an outgoing person <laughs> so i used to be really reluctant towards talking to customers okay. and he used to make me do it <laughs> and he used to tell me you will realize the importance later right and every week on friday i used to call customers i won't tell mm-hmm. that i am a product manager i'll just tell that i'm calling for ola i just wanted to understand the experience uh-huh. and you know i used to get all sorts of responses like some people used to talk <laughs> actually complete a lot <laughs> some people used to talk like me telling me these are working fine but we are facing these problems and some people would say call me later i'm not this i'm not free right now <laughs> but it was a good experience because of that i was able to understand what the customers mindset is you know i used to travel in shared rides just to talk to customers so every morning i used to take a shared cab to office wow i think i mean also to manage this so he, he used to make me do all these things which i used to really hate mm-hmm. but yeah 6 months into the job i understood why it is important and i suggest the same thing whenever someone asks me if you if you're working on a customer facing product talk to users talk to users and like for example in walmart you were end users or within walmart so you can talk to them anytime right. understand the feedback but uh, in ola you need to think from the mindset of people assume mm-hmm. few things and then proceed so for that it is really important to have that understand the customer mindset I think I really uh, like you taking a <laughs> an Ola share ride to and fro office, right? If if someone would have owned a car, right, they should have actually parked the car in office, take a Ola share, <laughs> go back to the office or home again. It goes to show how much a product manager has to, you know, invest in his own product mentally, emotionally, physically. I just remember one more example. You won't even believe. So we were thinking of starting airport rides. Okay. okay airport rights and share we didn't have airport rights and share that time okay so we wanted to understand why users take public transport like bus and why users would take something like uber pool or why users would uh, just go by their own transport we wanted to understand the different mindsets of people what my manager suggested was take a bus take a bus <laughs> go to the airport talk to people talk to at least 10 people just list down your observations and come back wow and yeah i actually did it so one day i went there i waited for the bus and i was thinking in my mind i don't want this bus to come i don't want to talk to anyone i got into the bus and i started talking to one person and then i realized okay this is actually useful and then i somehow talked to around 15 people i guess almost everyone in the bus and i got enough inputs i was very happy that's amazing this also you know brings me uh, to think about 
how even if we are extremely good at problem solving extremely good at negotiation for example we might not be as extroverted as the product management role demands to be or seems to be so that is where i think push ourselves and uh, take the leap a leap of faith and that's where the growth really comes right yeah you were talking something about you know the data from customer experience customer insights and how that you pump into your building your product right so can you talk a little bit about that right yeah so no amount of data that is captured in the product it can match the direct insights you get from the customer there was this one project which i have done in ola it was to link customer engagement and ex- experience mm-hmm. so we were working with data science team to understand how the engagement varies with respect to different customer experiences for that uh, we thought we had all the data we needed we know the pain points faced by customers so for example a sample pain point will be the amount of time the cab takes to reach your doorstep after you book the cab hmm. so this data we already have right uh, we thought we'll use that and try to link it but we realized there is no significant correlation between any of the pain points faced by customer and the engagement wow. So what we did next was we floated a survey internally within Ola, and then we captured the experiences from customer. Like we will ask them how much time did it take for the cab to reach your doorstep after you have finished booking it, and there is a significant difference between the perspective of the customers and the reality of it. That's when we realized uh, metrics won't be sufficient. You need to be on ground, <laughs> talk to customers to get all these inputs. that's very interesting yeah, right and that was yeah. an eye opener for me and that made me realize how important it is to get on to the ground and uh, talk to people and understand what it is like even in walmart when i was uh, talking about the product understanding the product i really didn't understand mm-hmm. until i went to bentonville and talked to end users and saw what they're doing right exactly another thing that i wanted to talk about is uh, women in product management right. so how are we doing and uh, how do you think we can get better i think every organization is being inclusive and supportive in my experience so far i haven't seen any kind of deliberate bias during hiring or promotions or anything but uh uh i'm said that as humans i think that we tend to have those inherent biases i mean not just women okay age education experience gender anything it can be anything I actually have read it somewhere. I completely agree with it. Like men can gain respect based on their profile, while women, irrespective of how great the profile is, they can only gain respect by continuously proving themselves. And I completely agree with it. And I have seen it in my experience also. I have observed how people show these biases involuntarily while listening to ideas or opinions. They don't do it deliberately, but yeah, it's. I think it's a part of the human nature, and we'll need to overcome this consciously. Fortunately, I have seen yeah. so many women in leadership positions in Ola, Sixth, and Walmart, and I'm extremely proud of all those women. I can only imagine the amount of hard work they would have put through. Right, because it's always you'll have to always do that extra bit of hard work, right. the extra bit of speaking up. the extra bit of hey i want to grab a seat at this table and i have to put my voice out i hope it becomes a little bit eased it becomes uh, yeah, yeah. something that can be reachable uh, most of the women think okay so i don't think i'd be able to reach or talk or be in that position get the title or do the work that uh, the person is doing uh, because i don't see myself as someone who 
possesses the same skill as the other women does in the room and we think that only some elite people with some elite degree or some elite Ivy League school in their resume will only be able to do it not me right so i think we have to consciously overcome the bias that we have about ourselves right i totally agree that as a human nature yes we do have unconscious biases something that we exhibit involuntarily but also some biases that we have about ourselves as well right we need to question that out weed that out and uh, start start growing exactly yeah and i have read this that imposter syndrome is really common in women like you are talking about right the tendency to keep self doubting ourselves and our accomplishments we need to constantly remind ourselves we are doing good we have enough potential in ourselves to do much better very very true <laughs> hey so i think we've discussed uh, a lot about the work product management as a role and your experience okay. in ola and walmart labs so i just want uh, you know i just want to pick your brains on how how to make this transition for people who are new and listening to the podcast actually from a different background like biotechnology or something else and then into technical product management and any interview tips or resources that you would like to highlight okay so unfortunately most of the companies still look for mba degree or prior product management experience mm-hmm. right uh, so the most effective way as per my experience in case mba is not an option is to make the transition within the company uh, i have known lot of people who shifted from analyst background or developer background into product management within ola okay. i have seen it even in switched but networking would be a lot of help you need to mingle with people understand what is being done in product management mm-hmm. and then uh, think of replicating those ways in your project and interact with the people there to show them that you are interested all this would help you make the transition and uh, as for the interview tips i would say see i feel that the preparation i have done for consulting jobs it has mm-hmm. helped me clear ola interviews I used this book case in point it's an awesome book which would help in improving problem solving skills strategic thinking etc and as far as specific product thinking understanding metrics all these are concerned there are two very good books which i used to read uh, cracking the pm interview and uh, decode and conquer i actually read them every now and then to just revise my fundamentals i would suggest you read the fundamentals in that book and mm-hmm. then you apply the principles you learn on a few day to day life products like you have those analysis ready when you watch netflix okay how is the netflix product built what are the different features and what do you think can be improved all those things you can uh, just use the principles in the book and apply right, right. Um, and also uh, read blogs to know and understand the real life examples different thought process and all few articles out there are super mm-hmm. interesting not with respect to the interview this actually needs to be continued even after successfully making the transition there are certain ux hack challenges as well a friend of mine he is really interested in product management so what he did was he started trying out these challenges he, he cannot get an internship or a full time job he is already doing another role so he wanted to get hands on experience to some extent and he started mm-hmm. doing those now he absolutely love doing those it is available to anyone right yeah yeah ux hack challenges are available and there are so many challenges which keep occurring related to uh, ux hacks or product reviews like you if you think that you can submit a review for uh, slack or anything which is widely used you can just do it get it analyzed uh, and then get the feedback from people mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I've uh, come across a few apps that take these reviews and you actually sort of get paid for doing that as well, right? Right, yeah, yeah. All these things it will just help you get the hands-on experience. 
because it is almost equal to working on a real time product right uh, got it but the key is to keep self assessing and taking constructive feedback you need mm. to keep working on improving the negatives right um, right yeah early yeah. uh, like is the time when your mistakes are not judged so we need to utilize that to our advantage <laughs> <laughs> exactly very very true so another interesting question that i had was uh what kind of traits that you appreciate in people managers and program managers so empathy would be my first again even mm-hmm. with respect to people managers or the program managers mm-hmm. you know so when i was working with you the way you empathize with the team with the business with me you made sure that uh, everyone's problems are addressed when i discuss few problems with you and the way you give your perspective by empathizing with the stakeholders i feel that it is really useful trait to have and this becomes even more important when you are when you are a people manager right because right. there are there are people looking up to you and not everyone can be can express well for example once i had to present the roadmap to a senior director which i haven't done uh, till then in walmart and i was actually tense but i didn't express it to my manager you know so my manager came and he just asked me how is it going and do you have any open questions and he just asked me to walk him through the roadmap to see if i was doing okay and then uh, i later got to know that his son was not feeling well but he came to office just to make sure that i was okay with presenting wow and the way he did it he he didn't tell me you have to do this you have to do that and all <laughs> he just <laughs> saw how i was doing uh-huh. and he thought i can handle it that's mm. it he was just there to offer support if needed and right. for that uh, yeah even though his son was not feeling well he put that effort i haven't even told him anything about it mm. so that's something which i really appreciate in a people's manager right. like you understand the problem without even they expressing and you solve it without even micromanaging <laughs> that's the best part one more thing is uh, establishing the two way communication between people for example in ola mm. it was just my first year into product management right but my manager has encouraged me and has supported me so much that uh, there was this one initiative which was uh, accepted by mm-hmm. even the director of share that time but i somehow didn't really like the way that was analyzed so i had my doubts about it and uh, i was given so much freedom that i i could talk about it to my manager and to even the director that yeah i think uh, it, this is what is wrong i think this is what we need to do although what they have told and what they have analyzed made much more sense but if i had proceeded with that feature with so many doubts in my mind i wouldn't have done actual justice to the feature right and uh, they gave me chance to voice out my opinion and then they helped me understand why what i had in my mind was not right that's that's very important exactly thank you for bringing that example <laughs> yeah my pleasure to actually remember all those incidents <laughs> cool so i think uh, we have reached the end of this episode shalini uh, thank you for uh, you know having this wonderful conversation with me thank you for sharing the stories of your transition of your you know the the kind of support that you garnered from your managers those were excellent stories that uh, that really gave me goosebumps thank you for being here <laughs> and uh, i i really enjoyed uh, having the conversation with you i hope a lot of women uh, out there who are looking to transition into technical product management get some insights out of this podcast thank you so much shalini 
Thanks to you, Jivita. It was a really good experience to recount all these memories. You won't talk about this experience in your job life, right? Like we spent six months, but I have never shared with you these experiences, I guess, right? There's so much that I didn't know about you in the past six months that I got to know in these in this one hour. <laughs> yeah. It's actually really fun to revisit past experiences. I should maintain a diary. Or listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Shalini. Have a have a great weekend. Thank you, Jyotha. You too. Have a great weekend. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you for listening. Do follow and subscribe to my podcast. I'll be happy to hear your thoughts about this episode. You can reach out to me on LinkedIn, or you can send an email to women at lunchtable at gmail dot com. You can find those details in the podcast description. See you in the next episode. Stay tuned.